rolling. All right, Rian. Okay, what's good, everybody? <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of Deep Talks with Danny and Anakin. And this is episode f- four. 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 Um, in this episode, we have another another guest guest uh, speaker. Yep. And we, who do we have today? Uh, Brendan Adams. Brendan Adams, and he is a personal trainer and uh, yeah, certified, certified personal trainer. Yeah. yeah. So if you guys want workout plans, hit him up. Yeah. You got to pay him though. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so. today's topic we're gonna talk about something a lot deeper yeah we're gonna talk about religion and of course a little bit of fitness because brendan's here um anakin you want to say something real quick yeah so why don't you uh uh tell us about your family your beliefs that you want to share with our audience all right uh so yeah first of all uh i grew up a mormon through the mormon church uh about from ages you know zero to 16 raised in the mormon church you know we believed basically everything they stand for Mormonism, people that don't know, is just kind of like, kind of more of a hardcore Christianity sort of deal. So, basically believe anything Christians believe in, like Jesus, uh, God, you know, uh, Holy Ghost, Holy Spirit, however you say it. Uh, we got a, it's kind of a little more, you know, intense, more hardcore, but not like in a negative way. It's just more conservative than actual Christianity. So, they're a lot more intense when it comes to like their beliefs. Uh, like, uh, I remember growing up as a kid, I always got made fun of because we couldn't have caffeine. Like, we weren't allowed to have soda and stuff. Like, that was, like, considered not okay. Wow. It was considered not okay to drink, like, soda pop or, you know, however you say it. Mm-hmm. Uh, stuff like that that most people like, oh, Mormons just like Christians. But we had, like, added on rules and stuff. Uh, most people know the Holy Bible. We had another book called the Book of Mormon uh, that uh, we believed to be true. And there's about this whole story of, like, how... Uh, like Joseph Smith, like he, f- he found these plates of brass and transcribed them into what we know as the Book of Mormon today. So it was like, you know, on top of the Bible, we have our own little book about how like Mormonism got started. And uh, I remember learning about it in Mar- American history class mm-hmm. and about how Mormons had to like move west because we were like kind of pushed out. Uh, no one really wanted us around. People were like, the hell are you doing bringing this new religion around out of nowhere? Mm-hmm. He's like, no, it's true. I promise. I swear. Uh, a lot of weird stuff gets mixed up with, you know, being a Mormon, and I don't identify as a Mormon anymore. Yeah. Uh, I, I, when I turned about 16 years old, I kind of distanced myself from the Mormon church due to my own personal beliefs conflicting with the church. And if that happened, they, like, sat you down and talked to you and were like, hey, you have the wrong train of thought here. You got to try. Uh, oh. Best story I can think of, uh, I knew this kid in high school. He came out as gay, my mm-hmm. uh junior year, where everyone had turned 16, a little bit after. Uh, and I told uh, people at church, we have these little meetings uh, every every Sunday. Uh, we'd all meet with, like, boys our age, anywhere from, like, 12 to 18, kind of like the young men sort of group. And, uh, well, I told them. They were like, hey, what happened this week? I was like, hey, my friend. Uh, I wasn't really, like, my friend, but he was kind of an acquaintance. Like, I had a class with him. I talked to him a lot. And I was like, oh, he came out as gay. And, you know, I think that's great for him. He finally, you know like found himself yeah. and like he was proud to be himself I'm like that takes mm-hmm. a lot of courage and they're like oh you should bring him in sometime when we can set him straight oh, uh, that, wow. that moment was just like that was a turning point in my life yeah. right there right I, I was oh. like I was just like flabbergasted I was just sitting there like fix him like they wanted to fix him yeah. like you hear about like Mike Pence electric shock therapy like it's uh-huh. that kind of stuff just like they bring it into a positive light. They're like, yeah, they'll yeah, smile yeah. and just like make direct eye contact. And they're like, so they mean it. Oh, like, 100%. They, they think it. that you're just like, 
you're you just don't think straight. You just don't know what you're talking about. That like, you know, being yeah. gay is like a sin. Like, I don't want to say it's like a demon yeah. or anything, but yeah. it's a, it's, it's hard to kind of say exactly how they talk about it because it's been a while. But mm-hmm. they always just try to bring a positive light into everything negative they said, and it was really like horrifying to watch yeah. the child because like being being homophobic you can say hate words to people mm-hmm. their person but then the fact that they're smiling and like to sound positive to like, let's fix it is yeah. even making more creepier than yeah everything else right yeah it's like the one thing that the one thing about mormons like you'll never see them be like horrible people when it comes to like their attitudes they're always thinking they're positive they're doing the right thing uh i was approached last uh last fall after one of my finals uh, we have the Mormon missionaries. They come in. They just like walk around campus and just like say hi to people. Sp- try to spread the word. Which I mean, like you have like Jehovah's Witnesses do that all the time. Uh, and I had my headphones on, but I didn't have like music playing yet. And I heard them just like I always try to make avoid eye contact because I just uh-huh. don't want to deal with it. Mm-hmm. And I heard one of them go, "Oh, hey, brother Adams, how are you?" These people rotate like every six months, and I hadn't been to church in four years. So I found out through my father that they have like a book with like pictures of inactive members that they go like searching like where they are. What? Yeah, they keep like tabs on you after you leave to try to get you back. And it's like, they go all over the, like all over the globe, like trying to spread the word, you know, like like most religions do. Uh, But (laughs) like I have so much like love in my heart for some of the people there because they're just the nicest people you ever meet. Mm -hmm. Just so much misguidance. Like my mother, I love her to death. And she's gotten so much better over the years, kind of in my eyes with just like opening her mind. But being a Mormon growing up, it was just like, these are the rules, these are how things are done. This is how we grew up. Everybody else was wrong. You weren't allowed to have an open mind. And so that's something I've had to learn on my own. Wow. And like every year in college, I try to like open my mind a little bit more and a little yeah. bit more because growing up, it like wasn't allowed. And so that was just, it, it's just, it's, it's crazy, man. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah you want to get deep talks. This is, this is why <laughs> we chose this topic because <laughs> like, I could talk about this for days. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah that's basically... The beginning. I'll, I'll just I'll stop there for now. Uh, Got okay? any questions? Questions. So, uh, going back when you say the Bibles of the Mormons that they make their own, is there like brand new stories from the New uh, New Testament Bible? Like all the stories that we re- read uh, in school, in the Bibles, are the same stories in the Mormon Bible, or are they literally like? I'll say makeup, but like new stories. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we all, we also believe the Bible to be true. So it's not like we just like say the Bible isn't true. I said we. Like again, I don't identify as Mormon, so don't take that seriously. Uh, just so many years have been like, oh, well, people misunderstand a lot of things. Like polygamy was one of those things that Mormons were known for, and like that gets mixed up a lot. And like again, I don't care anymore now. I'm not a part of it. But uh, so yeah, the the Bible. We still believe all the stories in the Bible to be true. The Book of Mormon is just like specifically like. The people like when the Mormon kind of religion began and kind of the stories throughout then and like the plates of brass were stories from like more detailed Mormon kind of uh, like I forget the, I, forget, I haven't been to church in so long man <laughs> but, like, I forget the names for them but uh, basically different stories of different people and they were called the plates of brass and they were like passed on throughout generations and like written down so. It was like uh, allegedly, I'll say allegedly, because like South Park and like all those other TV shows make fun of it all the time. And, like my friends are always like, "Hey, have you seen this?" I'm like, "I don't want to look at it, dude. I just, I want to be done with that." Uh, but for the most part, yeah, grown up Mormon, like we had 
basically two different books to study of like a bunch of different people. So they didn't like denounce anything of Christianity. It was just we had an extra book and a bunch of extra rules that we kind of had to follow and listen to. Uh, like there was no dating until you were 14. Uh, just a bunch of other stuff, random rules. And like I kind of I said, like they're all completely homophobic. And honestly, they're – I hate to kind of just like trash on them, yeah. but a lot of them are closeted racists. Like, you won't see a lot of people of color or, like, different diversities or ethnicities inside the church. We have one uh, Samoan guy that I know. He actually works out uh, uh, at the Co-Rec all the time. And so uh, he's a super nice dude, though. And, like, he's, he's a lot more of an open-minded kind of guy. But uh, you don't see a lot of diversity in the Mormon church. It's all just a bunch of white kids <laughs> just kind of, like, hanging out, being goody two-shoes. Yeah. So that's kind of what I grew up with, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you say that you don't you don't identify with Mormon now. Mm-hmm. Is there something that you do identify with now, or would you just say like anything like spiritual but not religious or something like that? Yeah. Um. I mean, it's kind of a tough question for me because like every year I kind of stray further away from you know being Mormon and kind of just want to get away from that. Especially when I got out of high school and got to college, especially around like so in between sophomore and junior year of college, I was really just kind of like forget everything I learned. I'm kind of on my own now. So uh, I don't really identify with anything right now because I try to keep an open mind. And kind of like I've been invited to a bunch of other like people's churches and stuff, and I haven't really been yet because I don't have a lot of time on my hands right now. I work a lot. And so I kind of figure, you know, when the time comes for me to kind of explore my spirituality again, you know, I'll get more into that when the time comes because, you know, if it really is meant to be, then, you know, I'll explore it and I'll, I'll find time in my life. But right now, it's just not really that time and I got other things to focus on. So, and again, I kind of want to distance myself as much as I can from being in the Mormon church that it's not something I want to pursue right now, but I'm like, yeah. again, open to the concept. Uh-huh. Okay. And I'm just going to go ahead and say my, my uh, religious or spiritual beliefs. Um, I, I was born, born and raised Catholic um, with my family and stuff. Um, but as the years have gone by, I've gotten more like open-minded with like literally everything. It's like I'd say now I'm not I'm definitely not attached to a certain religion because I think that and like a lot of people like are gonna like get salty, but like but first of all let me do a disclaimer real quick. Like <laughs> these are these are solely our perspective. It's not mm-hmm. it's not what we think is true. Okay, yeah. and that goes for anything about religion. But I personally think that this is really deep. But I I think that um, I feel like every religion is kind of trying to teach the same thing to a certain extent. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think that, like, as religions got passed down from, like, like way back in the time, they just kept passed down, people just kind of misinterpreted, like, the texts and stuff. Mm-hmm. I, so I think that, like, I mean, like, they all have, like, a, what, like, a, a leader, like, a, mm-hmm. a really great leader who's trying to, who's, like, um, doing really good things. I, I, I haven't, like, I don't know much about a lot of the yeah, other lang- yeah. or religions, but... I just, I don't know. I've just gotten very, like, I've gotten tired of the people who who are, like, really hypocrites. Like, the people who, like, believe in, um, like, not judging other people. But then they go out and judge other people for, like, believing something else. Like, it makes no sense to me. And that's why I've gotten very open-minded in, um, in just, like, you know, the way I think about the world and things. And, by the way, if anyone who doesn't know who's listening right now, I am very, very spiritual. Like, no one knows, I don't think anyone knows that about me, but I'm, like, super spiritual. I think a lot about energy. Um, I do meditate a lot. Um, I just don't talk about it that much because not many people 
are really like don't they don't really vibe with it so i mean i don't need to i don't need to talk about it it's just my practices but yeah anyway what about you yeah, I would say, so I uh, grew up with no religion, but then I went to high school, uh, like a Catholic school, mm-hmm. and then uh, we have mass on Christmas, uh, Easter, and then we would uh, sing the, the hymns, what's it called? <laughs> yeah, hymns. Yeah, and then all I thing it up would just uh, wave until it to end so I can go eat. <laughs> but then I learned some stuff in there, too. Um, and then, as Jenny said, uh, at the end of the day, we're not like we are, but I think most religions are working toward the same thing so love everyone and accept everyone everyone as who they are and then there are even some songs that say like you know the song Plain Jane by uh, Ferg. he said in the song that you know we are, just, we are all praising the same Lord yeah. in a way yeah. that you know just yeah. that one Lord but then, and then we got a different name for them uh-huh. yeah and it's, and, it's, and it's all about love and uh, acceptance I think exactly no, no I gotta say this I think that organized religion to be honest, it just really just it does it divides us more than it brings us together because we all feel that was deep. Yeah, we feel like we feel more like there's like so many people like fighting over like what who's who's the real God who's right. or who's who's, who's right yeah. who's their best God what religion is right like who's to say that like whatever religion's right what if they're all right what if they're all wrong we don't know that right we that's that's some things to think about but um like like we're really we're really fighting over things that we don't know like, yeah. we really don't know. And that's crazy. Yeah, one, more, uh, one more question for Brendan. Yeah. Uh, when you were growing up, do you celebrate Christmas like your other friends did? In the country that uh, is so Catholic, you know, in, even in our dollar bill, it said mm-hmm. that God bless us. And then, like, like with the strong uh, culture in Christmas, would you celebrate that when you were young? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so for the most part, yeah. I mean, again, kind of more, being Mormon growing up was a lot like Christianity. Uh, we didn't actually go to church unless it was Sunday. Like, we don't go to church on Easter or Christmas, uh, which I, th- I found actually kind of interesting. But uh, more church has a lot of weird things nowadays. Uh, that's, again, kind of what we talked about, kind of hypocritical things. But, yeah, we celebrate Christmas. We just kind of like everybody else, you know. We'd, you know, we'd pray for, like, all of our meals and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And then, like, we, we did that every day. But it was kind of just, like, another day, kind of like on this this subject specifically kind of less intense actually than like most other churches like we don't go to church for christmas or easter uh i think they had like some ceremonies and like if they what did land on a sunday then we'd go and it'd be like a huge thing so like i remember going to christmas uh on a sunday uh to church and i didn't want to be there i was like 12 and i was like i just want to go open my presents i got like a nerf blaster or oh, something yeah. i want to shoot my sister in the face with it <laughs> like i was ready to go and then my parent my mom was like you gotta get nice we have 9 a.m church i'm like what? <laughs> what? But we started opening presents at eight thirty. Like, what do you want, mom? Like, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, with that, yeah, kind of just the same as everybody else. Nothing like special about uh, most of the holidays or anything. We do have like uh, this thing called general conference, where like uh, I think it's like twice a year. Uh, like the the big people, like the top of the top of the Mormon community, will get together at one place and they'll like talk about certain things and like you know spirituality and all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. Uh, and everybody goes to church to watch it on a TV. Uh, so we stopped doing that after a while. We're like, why don't we just stay at home and watch it on TV? And like, they got mad at us for it. Not watching? For not going to church to oh. watch a oh. conference on a television. TV. They were like, why did you guys go to church last night? Like, we wanted to watch it at home. They were like, really? Interesting. Uh, why didn't you come and share it with everyone? I was like, I didn't want to see you. I wanted to sleep in my pajamas. Like, <laughs> yeah. I didn't want to have popcorn at home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that pretty much wraps up that question. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 
Thank you. Well, that's deep. deep. Yeah. Before we move on to our next topic about fitness, um, I just want to once again clarify that, like religious topics, we do not, we we don't Sir. speak for everybody. Like, yeah. like if you, we respect your belief. If you have a different belief than us, then mm-hmm. that's totally cool. That's cool with us. You know, yeah. don't don't get salty. All right, let's move on. So we know you're a certified uh, trainer. Yeah. Do you mind talking about your uh, like credentials or your experience in the industry? Mm-hmm. Uh, so right now, um, I'm aiming to get my bachelor's uh, degree in kinesiology, so the, mo- the study of the movement of the human body. Uh, I'm getting that uh, in the spring, you know, as long as, you know, I don't fail my classes <laughs> this semester. We got finals this week, so. Uh, and then I got certified as a, through ACE, uh, the American Council of Exercise, uh, right after my freshman year of college here at Purdue. So I kind of just studied on my own. Uh, I got a bunch of books from my boss at the time, uh, just studied got certified, talked yeah. to them, and they hired me. Okay. Uh, so I got certified through that, and then just kind of learned on the job more than anything. And, like, we'll go to, like, conferences and learn some stuff. We'll go to, like, uh, we'll just look at, like, articles. Like, I know our boss right now like, loves to send us articles. Like, every email has some sort of, like, new fitness article or a new thing about pain or something like that, which I find super interesting. Like, I go on for days about this kind of stuff. I won't read my textbooks, but I'll, when a, an article comes up about, like, the, the concept of pain when it comes to, like, yeah. sports injuries, I'm like, I'm eating that up. I'm ready to go. So, uh, yeah, it wasn't that hard to get the certification. You just had to study for a little bit. You had to pay, like, 400 bucks, which kind of was kind of sucked. You make it back fast, though, because you get paid decent as a personal trainer. But the most frustrating part is just, like, your clients cancel, you don't get paid most mm-hmm. of the time. Unless, like, you're willing to charge them sessions, at least how it works here. And most of the time, you just feel too bad for you. You just like your clients too much. You don't want to, like, yeah. charge them. And so I, we, everyone always feels bad, but sometimes you just got to put, put your foot down and be like, I got to get paid this week, man. So, like, I'm charging you. And so, uh, yeah, sorry. Anyway, that, that certification, I just ate American Council of Exercise right now. And I'm looking to get, like, uh, my C, uh, CSCS okay. after I graduate, which takes, like, years. But that's what I'm aiming for next because that's, like, way higher up. Like, my boss right now is studying for it, and he's, like, 26. So, yeah. So with your experience, uh, and then with all the um, like the training programs online you can find, mm-hmm. uh, from a trainer's perspective, how would you define the best program that you can offer to uh, your uh, clients? Because you know everyone is different. Mm-hmm. So how would you define the best program for, for them? See, that's <laughs> like, probably my favorite part of fitness is that it's so specialized okay. to every individual person. Like my program is not gonna work the best for Danny. Danny's program is not gonna work the best for you. Everybody's bodies are different. Everybody works differently. Mentally, everybody works differently. They like, yeah. focus on things differently. Everybody's got a different goal. Do you want to build muscle? Do you want to lose fat? Do you want to do both? Like, you can't do both at the same time very effectively. Uh, do you want to be the strongest man on the planet? Do you be the fastest man on the planet? Like, there's so much that goes into it. Yeah. And you don't know that without doing, like, tests first. And you don't know that without, like, assessing the client's, like, range of motion mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Because if your client wants to be the greatest powerlifter in the world but can't hit proper squat depth, you got a problem. And so you can't just be like, okay, well, we're just going to squat and hope the issue resolves itself. Mm-hmm. you got to work on other stuff for it. So just the most important part to me about being a personal trainer mm-hmm. is the personal aspect. And we preach that to our new trainers. So as the lead, like I help with the class and like I help teach like our ACE prep course. And so one of the things I preach to them all the time is, you know, the personal side is first for a reason. Like one, it sounds better, but two, like oh. you got to be a personable person. You got to right. get to know your client. You got to know their likes, dislikes. Like some clients just like don't want to do lunges. Mm-hmm. 
but you throw them on like a box doing step ups, which is like the same motion for the mm-hmm. for the most part. For the most mm-hmm. part, like it's not the exact same thing, but it's you know pretty close, and they won't mind. So you just gotta know like all these different things about your client, but you can't unless you're good at being a good person and getting to know someone. So that's the most important part. So like whenever I make even like an online program for someone, I'm like, what are your goals? Like, hey, let's meet sometime. I usually try to like meet with someone and be like, hey, what can you do? What do you like to do? So on and so forth. And like, you gotta know every little detail about mm-hmm. someone to make the perfect program. So there's no such thing as like a perfect program. And so like even a base program for people, like I make a lot of basic programs for people that wanna get into lifting. Mm-hmm. And some people be like, oh, well that's not anything special. You're a lead personal yeah. trainer yeah. at a really big college. Like you should do better than that. I'm like, that's not what they need. Yeah. Someone that's just beginning, they just need some structure. Or they just need like something easy they can do. They can come in and they're gonna do that every time and they'll show progress. So perfect program doesn't exist. Yeah. <laughs> That sounds good because one day uh, when we were lifting mm-hmm. and we were benching and then you were saying like uh, what you think about like a good program, mm-hmm. it's uh, anything that works and you have a reason behind it mm-hmm. would be a good program. Is that true? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's another thing I always preach to like all of our new trainers and all of our like students that I help teach is just like there's got to be a reason why behind you do everything. Like, cool, you're doing squats. I love squats. Why are you doing squats? <laughs> like, yeah. tell me why you're doing yeah. squats. You have a good reason. If one's just like, oh, it's leg day and, you know, squats utilize a lot of leg, good leg muscles. That's a good reason. Yeah. If you're like, oh, I just want to throw squats in there. Like, squats felt like a good idea. That's not a good reason for a program. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I mean, you enjoy it and it's great, but, you know, there's no structure there. There's no good foundation for, like, the why. Yeah. Every exercise has got to have a good why. why? And so, like, I'm a big fan of, like, supersets, too. So, like, doing back-to-back exercises. One of my favorite things to do is to do an exercise, like a push-pull exercise. So our push-pull superset. So we'll do like, you know, like dumbbell incline bench press. Mm-hmm. And then I'll do some variation of a row. Because that way I'm using like all my push muscles. Because you see, you yeah. hear a lot of like push-pull workouts. Like one day you do push, one day you bro do pull. Split. Yeah, like a bro <laughs> split. Yeah. Uh, and I like to do those on the same day. I like to mm-hmm. just do a full upper. That's my personal preference. Yeah. I feel like I, I just get a nice, I feel like I get more volume in mm-hmm. yeah. that way. Because I use all my push muscles, you know, I, I burn those out. And then I use all my pull muscles, which, you know, there's not a lot of overlap with those two. I get them done efficiently, like back to back, little to no rest. And you just get like more total volume in. And so like for someone that wants to build muscle to gain strength, like volume is important. So if you're just doing the same motions, like a push day, you're just pushing, you're pushing, you're pushing. Yeah. Every exercise, you're going to get weaker and weaker. There's sure. muscles fatigue. Yeah. And so I like to do like more of like a well-rounded workout multiple times a week. And that's just my personal preference because I, I, for what I want to do, more volume mm-hmm. is going to get me there. So it's pretty yeah, good. that's <laughs> good. Very informative. Yeah, uh, and then so uh, you know they're on uh, YouTube, Instagram. There are a lot of influencers. I quote unquote, you know, mm-hmm. they have little to no credentials, and then even some that don't know, uh, like don't know shit. Uh, <laughs> what are your thoughts on the like the ten minute fat burning at workout circuit? Uh, and it, as we all know, sport reduce is false. It's mm-hmm. uh, it's like. Debunked by science, mm-hmm. so do you think like it's a it's like a bad trend, and then just keep harming people with all those uh, express uh, like condensed workout? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I tell some of my clients this on days like they come in and they don't want to work out, they're like they're feeling kind of like ill, like they've had a really stressful week. Something's still better than nothing, you know. If you want to lose weight, you gotta get in a caloric deficit, which you can do that by exercising, even just ten minutes a day. Now, 10 minutes is usually not enough. It's not going to do much for you. Uh, even if you were literally just like sprinting somehow, you know, you just have a 
plethora of like ATP in your body for some reason can sprint full sprint for 10 minutes you're still not going to burn as many calories as you could in like a good like longer term workout uh, I, I, I kind of hate all the like the new trends and stuff just because it gives us a bad rap and like social media is a great way to like just like bring fitness together there are a lot of great fitness accounts out there mm-hmm. and there's a lot of great like fitness videos great, like different trends that are good but the overall status is people are just trying to make quick money yeah and they're not trying to help people and so that's why i love individualized programming i wanted to be a strength coach and i kind of gave that a try this semester with a, like had like a mini internship with the wrestling team uh and while well, I, I loved doing it like it was a great experience like it's just not personable from person to person mm-hmm. and i don't know what's best for every single athlete because i can't spend that much time with them so just being able to spend one-on-one with someone and being able to work with them and know what, exactly what they need, again, like what I said earlier, is so important. So all these new like, trends, like, yeah, it's better than nothing. If you're going to make some sort of progress, especially at first. You've got the exponential curve of progress you make first. But then look, they're promising all these things, like, oh, oh, look at Jenny. She lost 70 pounds in 30 days. Mm-hmm. Like, one, that's great for Jenny. It could be, it could be like, great. She could do it. But uh, not everyone can. Because everyone's different and everyone's body types are different. Like, it really yeah. is way different. So, uh, yeah. So, I, I kind of hate them just the fact that they got, like, they get too big and they bring everything else down. Because there's some good stuff out there. Well, thank you for that. And then even some with credentials also put up false uh, mm-hmm. or, like, dangerous information to people. Mm-hmm. So, and then there'll be a whole new topic on, like, the difference between strength, strength coaching mm-hmm. and, like, the traditional like uh, strength training, mm-hmm. like the gym, powerlifting, weightlifting stuff. Mm-hmm. But uh, since we're almost out of time, and we want to thank you again for joining yeah. us talking about religion. Mm-hmm. It's an intensive 15 minutes and about fitness. Mm-hmm. So like the past half an hour was just nonstop, man. Yeah. And actually, before we go, I got one more question for you. Mm-hmm. So first, for those of the, um, those people who may be listening, mm-hmm. who don't necessarily like go to the gym regularly, um, for various reasons, maybe mm-hmm. they're like, they're um, they're too lazy, or mm-hmm. they're like they just don't have the knowledge. Like they don't they don't want to like you know break anything, so mm-hmm. they don't they don't like want to get started. Like, what advice would you give for these people who have who don't know where to start at all? So uh, biggest thing for that, uh, I struggle with this. Like my own my own mother is struggling to kind of get into something right now, and we just tell her every day like, what what do you enjoy? Yeah. Like find what they enjoy. And some people, like, you know, there are those ladies in, like, all those, like, funny movies that they just, like, have the little walk clubs. Yeah. If that's what you do, that's what you do. That's how you get <laughs> into something. Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's what we told her. Like, you know, she loves nature. And so, like, we're just like, hey, go out three or four times a week. Just take a little nature walk, you know, yeah. when it's nice outside. Mm-hmm. Obviously, when it's not, nah, you can't. Nah. You got to find <laughs> something else. Yeah. But uh, just find what you do enjoy. Just try to find the, in, find the why you want to do that. So, like, there are some people just, you know, they don't care. They don't want to work out. And, on like, you've got to have some sort of intrinsic motivation before you can see progress. You can't just go because, you know, yeah. you were told to go. Oh, yeah. And that's part of a personal trainer's job is, like, mm-hmm. some people come to us just told you need to lose weight or you're going to, like, you're going to have a lot of health issues. Yeah. So we got to help them find that, like, why they're there and what they like. Yeah. And so but just find what you like, whether it be weightlifting, whether it be running, whether it be just, like, boxing, people love hitting things whether it be swimming, you know, stuff like that. Just find whatever you, like, enjoy doing, what you love, and then, you know, find people around you that will help support you with that. And so that's what I love about my job is that I get paid 
to support people. And it's the greatest feeling ever to make, see them make progress and see them like happy after a workout. Yeah, because yeah. in my opinion, I think any discipline will get you in shape as mm-hmm. long as you put time and effort in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So is not like a best sport. And it's, it's just, just enjoy it and then you'll mm-hmm. be in shape. Mm-hmm. Right? That's simple. Exactly, yeah. So, uh, All right, man, yeah. Uh, it's, about, it. it's about it. We're about to hit 30 minutes, so we're going to wrap it up right here. Thank you once again for... Yeah, <laughs> for for talking about with us, um, we'll link your IG mm-hmm. in the um, in the yeah in the description of the episode and on the story that we post on Instagram. But <laughs> um, you have anything? Any last thing you want to say? Uh, honestly, just those of you looking to get into fitness, you know, again, kind of find what you love. Like the people out there who just want to help people, uh, show support to the people you care about, and just you know try to support them everything they're doing because you know everything goes into fitness not just physical health but like emotional mental health so you know there's all those aspects that play a part so you know just make sure you got all those in line and you know you'll be good to go find a good support group all right cool thank you all right just to close it out once again just to remind you guys we're not doing it for money we're not doing it for fame we're not doing it for clout we're doing this to speak our minds. Last but not least, be yourself, be who you are, and speak uh, how you feel. Because those who mind don't matter, and those matter don't mind. All right, thank you guys. Peace. We'll see you guys on the next episode. Deuces.